Welcome to Languages and Books, the podcast for language learners, language enthusiasts, language fanatics, and even book lovers. My name is Abisala Kimbala, and I am your host on this show. Salut! I'm sure you're familiar with the word salut. It is the French way of saying hello or hi. And yes, you guessed right. My guest today on Languages and Books speaks French. And his name is Ayotoko Aremo. Toko is a finance enthusiast and human resource generalist with a leading mobile telecommunications company. He's also an addicted volunteer, investor, polyglot, and translator. Hello, Toko. Welcome to Languages and Books. Are you excited to be on the show? Hello, Abisola. I'm very well excited to be on the show. I am very elated. I look forward to it, and I'm glad we are having this uh, time out together. Great. So, Tokum, uh, I know <laughs> I know a bit of your language story, but um, I want to I want you to tell us how did you learn French? So, tell me your language learning story. I want to hear from you. Uh, well, I think uh, while I was in secondary school, for one, I had uh, good grades in French. Although halfway in between, we had to stop uh, because of the, you know, the rules within the Nigerian educational sector after the GSS-3, we could choose, so we didn't have the option to choose uh, as we proceeded into the senior secondary. So as of, uh, as of some uh, 2005, when I finished the senior secondary, I had to so say like drop out. So when I was going to start school again, I had the option of uh, going for an accounting course because that was what I was uh, supposed to major in, accounting, economics, and all of those. Then in 2010, because I had uh, talked to a big uncle who was like a mentor then, that I was interested in studying French. So since I wasn't getting admission after then, up until 2010, he kind of like uh, suggested that uh, there was a French school somewhere So by the end of that year, I had uh, started, uh, you know, planning to start with French. You said? That's French village, right? Exactly. That was the (laughs) French village. And now now it's been 10 years to come. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That was where we first met, right? Yes. Imagine that. That was yes, 10 years ago. So by the beginning of 2010, I started learning French and uh, we are here. Great. Okay, so do you think uh, French is a difficult language to learn or did you find it difficult while, learn- while learning it? What's, what's your take on uh, that? Well, I would not say it is difficult because like every other thing in life, uh, we can attach some level of difficulty to it. But what makes us uh, go through, what makes us uh, you know, succeed in whatever we are doing is our resolve to want to succeed, is our resolve to want to forge ahead, is our resolve to conquer the obstacles that might be necessary. French itself, we can say it's quite a complicated language because of the many rules and regulations, especially for the grammar and the, uh, the, the, the phonetics. And all that, yeah. Exactly, yes. But then, once you decided to study it, once you decided to speak it, any mountain is surmountable. So I think uh, in a part it is difficult, 
but with your own resolve, it becomes easy. Irrespective of what obstacle you, you, you come across, you can always take your time, you study more, you practice more, and before you know it, it becomes a part of I think that was what worked for me. In the beginning, it was almost a mess because I remember before I started the classes, I had tried to get some books and uh, it wasn't coming through. But uh, by the time I started, I was just resolved to, you know, get on with it. And like I mentioned earlier, I had dropped out for a while. So I was kind of like uh, energized going back to school. So uh, I had to give it my all. And then it was uh, all, all the way, all the way. So I just put myself into it, although at some parts because of some uh, personal challenges and uh, maybe family kind of restraints, I had to 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 drop my my my, my, my energy at some point, or my energy dropped by himself because of <laughs> because of some of the things that life threw at us. But then I I think uh, in a major part. Once you are determined, once you are motivated, once you have uh, people around you that encourage you to go on, then I, I, I think uh, French is one of the most amazing languages that uh, you can learn because uh, it is very, very operational. It is uh, engaging. It is uh, inspiring because of the philosophy behind the language and the many great people that have uh, that have a line with the French. Uh, French language, and uh, as you read their stories, you want to go in deeper, you want to maybe even speak as they speak, you want to even do things as they have done it. So I think those are the things that get you going. So it is more than just wanting to learn the language. You can also tap in on some inspiration, on some motivation, on the life of the people that uh, you find interesting as you study the language. So it is more than just grammar here. It's more about also the philosophy, the culture, the people, the environments, and every other thing that uh, makes up the French language. Okay, great. Okay, so Tokun, tell me about a time when you had no choice but to speak French. Or just tell me like a foreign language story that you can't forget. I, I think uh, one of the very, very, very significant moments uh, when I had no choice but to speak French was when I actually started learning French. I remember one of our grammar teachers then when we are having uh, the courses. He's uh, late now, God bless his memory. Uh, I can't remember his name. I think he was our grammar teacher. So since you you, you, you know this person, you remember Mr. Um, um, or something like this. You remember that big man who taught us uh, French language? Uh, yes, I'm trying to remember, but I'm not sure of the surname. I'm not, I'm not sure that surname is Yes, correct, yes, but, but I learned it. He, he passed away. So okay. I think one of those times we were in class and uh, he had called me out to, to say something in French. He was teaching us grammar. And um, those was, were one of the first days and I didn't even know what to say. So he had, uh, <laughs> he had just uh, stood me up and said, you, you big like this? Oh, you don't even know this French? Oh, I'm very sorry for you and what you're doing here. So, and it was just uh, maybe the second grammar class and I was like, man, I'm just starting here. 
and I have uh, like uh, a background story about him being francophone and all of this. And uh, you expect me, who is a stark anglophone, who had never even had any contact with French, to come in class and start uh, showing myself. So those were one of the first times, although the moment was quite embarrassing for me, it was one of the moments that uh, really spurred me to really, you know, go in deep. And going in deep, oh, okay. Exactly. <laughs> it was one of the things that motivated me. And you know, before the end of the session, before the end of the semester, I was doing very well in his class. And he came to love me. And then uh, I, I, I feel it's a great loss that he passed away. He, he was one of the people that uh, really motivated me with the way he talked to me in class then. He wasn't trying to condemn me. He was just like looking at it from an angle that someone who had come to learn French actually should be able to say something as minute as uh, maybe bonjour, je m'appelle Arémoyant, in French. But I couldn't as of there. But then he was able to come to class after then, focus on everyone, not just me, and he was able to teach us. So that was one of the things that made me fall in love, even with the French grammar. Because uh, I will not say that I'm a grammarian, but it was one of the things that helped me even to choose uh, the study of grammar. Because as you move on, you can choose whether you want to be a grammarian or a literature français person or any other and discipline that is within. Yeah, exactly, yes. So that was one of the things that really spurred me on to take my grammar, especially my French grammar, very seriously. Uh, and, I, and I think that was it. It is it, still fresh in my memory. I could remember standing up wearing my white and white thing <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know staying in the class i remember the class was at the far end of the hall and uh, i was just there standing just looking and, and smiling at the man as he kept on uh, washing me with very big words and grammar but uh, i'm glad it did i'm glad it did okay okay so what is the one thing you did that works for you while learning french like i mean you know personally now like the input you put in what is that one thing you did where you did you have like a you know like a language learning routine that you were you know for aside classes and all that what is that one thing you know you did that worked for you i think it is first of all showing interest showing interest okay. because we find difficulty in learning things or in doing anything that we are not really interested in but if you take extra motivation okay. some extra level of power ups to to learn anything if you are not really interested in it now you can learn things just because of the gain that you will find from it or just because of the advantage that you will get from it but in the long run if you are interested in it every other thing else goes into the background you are just there trying to fulfill like a dream like a passion that is on the inside of you and then any other thing that comes you don't feel the stress at that point once you are interested in it it becomes like a hobby so to say like a pastime that you can just uh, pick up a book anytime and you just want to read it you just want to study it and before you know it you have spent three hours on the same subject and you are yeah. just going on and on so interested in having interest in what you're doing and that was one of the things that made me visit the library more 
talk to people. Travel, yes, talk to lecturers. Yes, meet people that speak French. I remember going to a few events with Alliance Frances, even despite the limited means there, I always find a way to be there just because I was interested. So if you are going to learn the language, I believe you should first of all work on the interest. Try to build your motivation. It is for even at the times when you get discouraged yeah. because you are interested in it, because you are motivated in it, every obstacle you can surmount it. If you are interested, you have you to stay committed. Okay. Yes, because there are times when you just don't have the strength, you don't <laughs> have the power, you don't have the motivation, you are just tired for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And okay. because the only thing you're doing in your life is not just learning the language, you also have to pay attention to family. Maybe if you have a job, pay attention to the job. Yeah, if you, you have, have a that baby, commitment and all that. Exactly. Yeah. So once you are committed to it, you can be interested and not committed. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So, but if you are committed to it at each time, even at night, midnight, you can always wake up. I remember having my books lined up all over my bed because sometimes I just like to read on my bed. I could sit down, I could lie down, but I could just place my hand on any book, be it conjugation, be it a magazine, be it a textbook or anything. I just pick it up and I start reading it. Sometimes I don't even understand, but because I'm just interested in it, something would lead to the other. I will pick up my dictionary. Something would lead to the other. I will pick up my writing notes. Something would lead to the other. I will start asking questions from the people that know better than me in my room or in the class, or I send a text to someone to, to help me with something and all of those things. So those were the things. Being interested and being committed, I think it will work a long way for even achieving anything other than languages. Yes. Great. Okay, so you are a polyglot, right? What other languages do you speak apart from English and French? So tell us. Well, I would not say that I'm a full polyglot, but although I had said I'm a polyglot, right now I am learning German because recently I have some affiliations uh, with Germany and I'm also learning Chinese. Although not a full bone, I work with a Chinese company, you see, and it has led me to translate some things. Even if I don't understand the Chinese autograph, I have had to maybe study the pinyin so that I can translate some documents to fully understand what the message of the company is. So you can just say I am interested in German and in Chinese as of now. Although I have some materials on Spanish, I have never really studied it. But uh, because my company is a Chinese company, I have had to delve in deeper and uh, you know be able I had even started classes at some time but because of the exigencies of my job I had to you know skip the classes most of the time. I have materials even when I visited the country then I bought a dictionary I bought some language books about three of them. I had a choice maybe to go and get some gadgets in China <laughs> and everything but I bought books instead and everybody was like what's wrong with this man? You travel all the way here to China to buy Chinese books and I was like you guys don't understand and I enrolled for a German class at the at the German Institute so quite recently if not for COVID maybe I would have really advanced uh, in that angle and I tried to take some online classes but my schedule is always tight I cannot uh, really keep up so I had to check what is important at the moment 
moment so that I can fulfill also the responsibilities that my job will require. So you can say I speak French, I speak English very fluently, I speak Yoruba, and uh, recently the Pidgin English has also been a term as a language. I speak also Pidgin quite well. Then uh, there is the German language that I am just uh, getting myself accustomed to. And there is the working language, so to say, which is Chinese. I listen to a lot of Chinese. My colleagues speak it. Uh, we get information in Chinese, and uh, I can almost understand Chinese now, but I cannot really speak it. I can translate it because of my translation proficiency. When I see a construction of a sentence, I can say this is what they are trying to say and be almost right. I have had to translate uh, official documents for the company from Chinese to English or French because my French background and my English background are very solid. So once I have an idea of what they are trying to say in Chinese, I will just bring the equivalent according to my understanding in French or in English. Okay, so that means you've already answered the next question because I was about to ask you to share the top three languages on your language learning bucket list. And I think it is Chinese, German, and Spanish. Am I correct? Exactly, yes, you're right. You're right. right. I told you just now I wrote for the Chinese. It seems like we have similar lists because, you know, I'm actually learning German now and that's because of my community, which is Languages and Books community. So somebody on the community that is teaching us German this month and quite very interesting, so to say. And yeah. Wow, that's great. And I also have Spanish on my list too as well. And I'm not sure if I want to add Chinese to it, but I have a guest who speaks Chinese and I'm thinking maybe I should just add Chinese to the list of languages I want to learn. Yeah, but you know, I have a goal to be able to speak at least seven or eight languages before I am 40, right? And yeah, wow, I, wow, I think I still have, wow. a long, I, I have a long way to go. I'm a very young wow, girl. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's a great one. I, I think just as an extra piece of information, the Chinese language is becoming very important in our world today. Why? Okay. Because uh, we find the Chinese going all out so especially in this part of the world in Africa, they are trying to create a relationship, create bounds that will help them to have a free flow into the African economy and in the terms of them liaising with nations, so all these business relationships and all of that, it is important for us to learn Chinese. As people will say, even now, maybe not officially documented, Chinese is about the most incorporated, the Chinese economy, so to say, is the most important economy now because we have a lot of goods, a lot of innovations, a lot of strength. Yes, if I were putting strength coming out of China right now and the way they travel into the world en masse, there is hardly any country in Africa now where you wouldn't see the Chinese community. And that is one thing you should appreciate about the Chinese I'm in Togo presently, and like in Nigeria, when I got here, because of uh, the exigencies of the business, the Chinese community, despite our company not uh, fully settled here, they were able to help. You could just tap into the information, you go to the embassy, before you know it, they are giving you the numbers of some people that you can connect with, before you know it, they have created a group, you can ask any question whatsoever for any need at all. So that is how they grow strong. So they are not just migrating from their country for for nothing. They are building communities. Exactly. In every country that you visit, just take time to study them. You will see the Chinese together. They are never divided. They might not like each other. They might not (laughs) 
so to say, respect each other. They might have their differences, but in terms of, you know, when you stay together, you are stronger. I think that philosophy works for them. So wow. together, stronger. When we are together, we can move faster. All those kind of philosophies as uh, perpetrated by some of their philosophers. So they kind of move in the same direction, and that is what keeps them going. They are not yeah. just... For some reason, I have listeners in China. Like, I was, you know, checking my analysis recently, and I saw, you know, China, and I was like, wow, are you serious? Wow. Exactly. People in China exactly. are listening to my podcast. Yes, I think this is one of the things that is making the language important. And you know, I found out that you can even travel as far as China. You can study courses they have English schools there. But as you get into the environment, you will be forced to learn the Chinese because everything you, you face is true. You don't have a choice. <laughs> you don't, you don't just have a choice. Yes. Have a choice. So you just have to learn it, whichever yeah. way you get it. And uh, and they are willing to help. I think they are a very hospitable people because uh, when I visited, despite uh, being black, and uh, it's like they never seen black people before. You know, working <laughs> on the street, everybody would just be staring at you. I'm like, wow. Is this person of color, excuse my language, and I'll be like, you've not seen someone like me before, okay, let's take a picture. And they are so open about it. They just bring out their phones, immediately they exchange their WeChat IDs, and they say, you can message me anytime. If you need anything, call me, call me. And you know, in their... (laughs) in their English as much as they can express. And as of then, I only knew me how I could understand a bit of what they're saying so they couldn't sell me. Then I could just uh, move around them, but they were willing to, you could take a taxi. The taxi man would be patient with you. You bring out your app, maybe Google Map or something, and then you just point to where you're going. You say, oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Go, 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 go. And all of those things, and you're not just sitting in the car. They are trying to converse with you. They are trying wow. to exchange some philosophies with you. Even if they don't understand the language that you speak in the minutest way that they can, they're just like, okay, 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 okay. I know, I know, I know, I know. We go, we go, we go, we go. <laughs> so all of them, that kind of motivates you like, wow, there's a people that is quite open to you. So I'm not surprised that they are going all the way out and it is just who they are. I have studied them and I see that despite all the racism, not all of them, but then they are a people that are open to new ideas. They are open to new innovations. They are open to the new people. As long as they see that you are genuine and yeah. you are kind of transparent with them, they are ready to go any length with you. Wow, thanks for sharing, you know, your perspective. You know, when I invited you to the show, wanted to really talk about French, and I'm really excited that we can talk about the Chinese culture and all that. It's really amazing. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, so talk, let's go back to French. So if you were okay. given an opportunity to learn French again, what will you do differently? I think one of the things I would do differently, that's quite a difficult one, because I would almost say I did everything quite perfectly. <laughs> Perfectly from my perspective, from my perspective, because as of when I was uh, learning French in the beginning, I kind of like assessed myself after three months and after six months, and I was like, I had improved a lot. And what was I doing? The routine, like I mentioned before, was being interested under any circumstances, all of the programs that the, the language institute, the Nigerian French language village organized there, I was always there, not because. 
I had so much time on my hand, but because at every point in time you can learn something new. I remember us playing basketball games, playing volleyball games and all of those things. So it is engaging yourself. But if there is one thing, one thing at all that I can do differently is getting myself accustomed to more materials, okay. more materials. Because I remember, despite me assessing myself as of 2010 and I felt that I was good, by the third year when I was learning French, I discovered that there were numerous materials that I could have used to my advantage. And one of them was music. Okay. One of them was maybe poetry. And uh, I discovered what they call slam later on. That was in the third year, slam. And one of my favorite slammers was Gronko Malad. Fabien Mansou is a French guy, but the way he produces his own French, his own poetry, is by rendering it in the background of music. That's what they call slam. Mm -hmm. So this permitted me to be able to listen distinctively to what he was saying. Is not singing it maybe like uh, Zaho would do or all of those uh, French musicians. And yeah. he's not rapping where all the words are just uh, fixed in together and you have difficulty in pronouncing it. It's just like, you know, rendering poetry. You can listen to it distinctively. I don't know, maybe your audience will be able to go on and check for it. For those that are learning French, I think Fabien Mosso is a very, 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 very good motivation for learning French. If I add access to that uh, kind of material yeah. in the beginning days, oh, I think I, I would do a lot better. Because it was when I started listening to him that the pronunciation synced in, that the French intonation synced in, the French accent, that was when it synced in. That was when I was able to, you know, just pick a song and be able to understand it in its entirety without having to listen to it twice, without having to take a dictionary. Maybe even there were some words that I didn't understand, but I could get the message, you understand? Yes. So you can try, you know, if time permits us, I could uh, play maybe a, a no, track. I even want you to sing for us. Toko, you know we are in sync because, you know, it's part of the plan for you to sing a French song for us before you go. So it's just let's just hold on till then. But then I wanted to wow. ask you, do you have any tips for anyone who wants to learn French language? Like, what will you tell somebody oh, else? What are the tips you have? I think uh, aside from getting interested and getting committed, yes, you have to create a routine. You also have to be consistent. Yes, consistency matters a lot. Exactly, exactly. If you would dedicate maybe just 15 minutes every day, 20 minutes, as time permits you, one hour, two hour, do it every single day. Do it every single day. And also, don't lose a chance at communicating with someone who knows more than you. Maybe you find a francophone in any part of the world. Maybe the person even understands just a little bit more than you do. Just try and express yourself uh, as uh, as you could. I, I remember... And they will always like, correct you, right? Exactly, yes. yes. So I think the thing is, a lot of people are just afraid of making mistakes. No matter how proficient you are in a language, you will still make mistakes, right? Definitely. Yes. And even in English, we still maybe conjugate something, right? We still use the wrong words. Yes. Or every of those things. We still but make then, mistakes in English even till now, right? So, that's why speaking it all of our life, right? <laughs> Yes. I think that, that, that really works. Yes, so, so, um, just so the tips are they should be interested, they should be committed, yes. and they should be consistent, right? Consistency. 
yes, yes, yes. I think consistency is very, very important. Don't just uh, go, okay, I'm learning French language just randomly because there are times, there are things that you've learned, but sometimes you are forgotten. But if you have a note, even the minutest of notes, just uh, jot something somewhere, it could bring things back to your memory. Uh, taking notes are the way of juggling our memory, even maybe when we are forgotten the old incidents, but just uh, jotting a simple word as uh, I ate some food at Badagri or I had to one chair at Badagri could bring back all the memories and all the things that you've learned in that period. So okay. taking notes about the sounds, about grammar, about anything at all will have you restoring that memory, refreshing that memory at each point in time as you move forward. So I think uh, that, that is also important, taking notes. Okay, okay. So I wanted to ask a question. So what are your thoughts on, you know, language learning apps? Like, what do you think? Are they effective? What are your thoughts? And if you think they're effective, do you have apps that you would like to recommend for anyone who wants to learn French? Well, I tried uh, some sites before apps became very popular. Yeah, yeah because, you know, apps were not popular when we were learning French. Exactly, yes. yes exactly. So we had to use so more just... resources and the library. Exactly, and just going online, just using uh, Google or the search engine as you were permitted to as of then. So I think one of the apps that I've produced in recent times, although I've stopped now because I don't think they can help me any further, was Memrise. <laughs> <laughs> was Memrise. Yes, I, Memrise. I've used Memrise and, and, I, and I think I like it. Yes, I've used Memrise. Yes, Memrise is very, very, very good. I've recommended it to a few people up to yeah. five and they have given very good feedback. Exactly. I do recommend that to one of my Chinese colleagues and he's doing great so far. And Memrise doesn't just permit you to learn French, you can uh, learn choose other from languages of, as well. Yes, all the area yeah, I recommended it during one of my episodes on um, languages and books where I talked about oh. my top favorite oh, amazing. Yeah, so amazing. Memrise amazing. is the apps that I talked about. Alright, so Toku, we've had like an amazing conversation, but before you go, what's your favorite French song? This is the point where you get to rap. <laughs> this is the point where you get to show off to my listeners and sing a chorus or rap in French or uh, you know maybe say a poem or just freestyle. Anything you want to do, you have. I'm the, not sure. You have the stage. <laughs> so which song am I going to? What's sing your favorite now? song now? But you know there are a lot of singers. So for me, I think I like Stromae. I like Zach. There are a lot of um, French singers that I like, and yeah. So I don't know about you. I don't know the type of songs you like. I don't know your current uh, favorite French artists. But then, okay, so you don't you don't have to sing if you don't want to. But I would love, <laughs> I would love that you just tell me your favorite French. I have uh, uh, French I artists. A few. Well, maybe no, just like one, I mentioned, just one. Just one. <laughs> I, I, okay, let me just say this. I, I like. Uh, Grand Comalag a lot. Okay. So if I would uh, maybe say anything, uh, maybe I would say Grand Comalag. I, I like Le Voyage en Train because uh, it talks about love okay. and uh, the different perspective that uh, people feel when they are in love from the process, from the beginning, how people break up, how people make decisions and all of those things. So uh, I think the first line says, Je crois que les histoires d'amour, c'est comme le voyage en train, et quand je vois tous ces voyageurs, parfois je me en train. 
Pourquoi tu crois que tant de gens attendent sur le quai de la gare Pourquoi tu crois qu'on flippe autant d'arriver en retard And all of those things, I think you should listen to it and possibly translate it in English. Okay. You will feel his emotions, okay. his uh, sentiments, his uh, ideology, his philosophy about love. It's a very good piece. Then another one is Zaho. Do you know yeah. Zaho? Yes, I know yeah. Zaho, but um, I think I've listened to just one of her songs, but I can't even remember now. Yeah, I, I um, know Zaho. I, I like uh, Je te promets. I listen to it a lot of times. It's been a while. I even listened to it. It's <laughs> one of the songs that, that came to memory. Okay. I think we should just stop there. Yes. My I'm not sure what yes, I think we should just stop there. And maybe so, we'll the listen to this, you know, episode yes. and, you know, she will be very excited about... <laughs> I hope she likes it. Excited about I think promise, yes. I had to sing, not that I had to rap. So that was why I chose Zaho as Grumko Malad. But they are both fantastic artists. Very okay. fantastic. I like their, the poetic nature of their songs, yes. And uh, the, the message they pass. They have quite great songs. You can listen to Mamerio Ramin. You can listen to Grunko Malad. Uh, Definitivement is also a good track. You can listen to... There is this track that is dedicated to people that passed away. Okay. I would not like and hold to some of his friends that he lost uh, maybe while he was growing up or something like this. Uh, and it's also a very good piece. But I I can't even seem to remember the title right now, but it's a very good track. Okay, so I'm um, it's been an amazing conversation. I say thank you so much for being a guest on Languages and Books. So, how can my listeners find you or connect to you? Like, can you share maybe your Twitter handle or your Instagram? Well, handle I am or... not so so vibrant on social, social media. media. My LinkedIn is uh, signed in my name, although the last time I edited my page was. So maybe about six years ago. <laughs> so, then uh, for Twitter, social media person. Yes, I know that. Uh, yeah, for Twitter, I just uh, retweet people most of the time. I just go there and get information, and I'm out. But okay. on Twitter, you can find me as uh, Infinite as uh, I N F I K N I G H T T. And uh, on Instagram too, it is the same thing. My Facebook. Okay, so I'll probably just put the links in the description box. Thank you so much for you know being a guest, and you know like I always end my show because I know you've listened to languages and books. You yeah, know, and, you know, I always and I find it very interesting. Yeah, I think you're oh, doing really? great with 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 what you're doing. 
I think uh, it gives a lot of people opportunity to see things from different perspectives. Yes, and that's why you know season two, I decided to invite other people instead of sharing from my own perspective. Of which I am a beneficiary. You see, of course, of course. I think you're doing amazing. You know, all over the world, people that speak. You know, even Yoruba as well. Like I have a guest. You know, so you just enjoy season two because I'm, you know, having so many people on board and I'm really excited about the response I've been getting from all my guests. Like people are excited to talk about how they learn a particular language and, you know. So maybe it is safe to say that I'm uh, officially one of your, one of your fan, uh, maybe the president of your fan club right now. Because I think you're doing amazing. Of course. (laughs) President you know, the languages and books are fan club, if there's anything like that. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Thank you. So remember that if, sorry, if you want to learn another language, I always say start now, practice daily, and don't stop. So is there don't a way start. you can end my show in French and just say start now, practice daily, and don't stop? Bonjour à tout le monde encore une fois. Comme elle a dit, c'est que si vous allez apprendre une langue, il faut commencer maintenant. Parce que remporter, ce n'est jamais bon. Mais si vous allez commencer, il faut commencer maintenant. Même si vous n'êtes pas encouragé, il faut juste commencer. L'encouragement va venir. Vous allez rencontrer des gens. Il faut pas vous arrêter. Il faut pas, comment je vais dire, il faut pas euh, remporter vos désirs, surtout d'apprendre une langue. Et ce n'est pas seulement français. Il faut juste commencer. Il faut avancer. Il faut choisir vos matériels. Exactement. Et il faut connaître vous-même. Il faut se connaître. Il faut se connaître. Parce que parfois, on donne les idées, on donne les, 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 les procédures pour apprendre une langue. Mais si toi-même, tu te connais, tu peux choisir. Parfois, la musique pourrait être bonne pour quelqu'un d'autres pour l'apprentissage d'une langue, mais pour toi ça ne, ça ne pourrait pas le cas pour toi c'est peut-être juste regarder les films par exemple ou, ou bien les livres ou bien étudier dictionnaire des choses comme ça, donc si tu te connais, parfois même pour certaines personnes c'est seulement regarder les images ils voient peut-être un ordinateur par exemple, ils voient ah, what do we call a computer in French et tu prends un dictionnaire tu avances comme ça. Donc, si tu te connais et comment, ou bien la façon dont tu apprends des choses, et c'est ça qui va t'avantager. Si tu choisis ton chemin et tu choisis comment y arriver, je crois que c'est, c'est bon. Il faut commencer maintenant, il faut pratiquer et il ne faut pas s'arrêter. D'accord. Merci beaucoup. <rire> All right. So remember, if you want to learn another language, start now, practice daily, and don't stop. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a friend. If you haven't joined the Languages and Books private community on Facebook, what are you waiting for? 